Okay, Lisa, we are we are still. I only have like six raindrops on my screen right now, so. But this is a long psalm reading, so we we'll might see. we might get caught this time. Okay. And so. you're 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 about to put your hat over your head now, with, as the wind picks up. My hood. Yes. Oh, that's a good idea. Hood on. Hood on. I'm Deacon Dave. <laughs> I'm layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and, and layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. So here we are, Psalm 22. If you hear our feet trampling as Lisa continues to talk, it's because it has started raining and we are going inside. Or maybe I'll just hit the pause button. Oh, yeah, okay. Go ahead, Lisa. For the leader, according to the deer of the dawn, a psalm of David. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why so far from my call for help, from my cries of anguish? My God, I call by day, but you do not answer. By night, but I have no relief. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the glory of Israel. In you, our fathers trusted. They trusted and you rescued them. To you, they cried out and they escaped. In you, they trusted and were not disappointed. But I am a worm, not a man, scorned by men, despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They curl their lips and jeer. They shake their heads at me. He relied on the Lord. Let him deliver him. If he loves him, let him rescue him. For you drew me forth from the womb, made me safe at my mother's breast. Upon you I was thrust from the womb. Since my mother bore me, you are my God. Do not stay far from me, for trouble is near, and there is no one to help. Many bulls surround me, fierce bulls of Bashan encircle me. They open their mouths against me, lions that rend and roar. Like water my life drains away, all my bones are disjointed. My heart has become like wax. It melts away within me. As dry as a potsherd is my throat. My tongue cleaves to my palate. You lay me in the dust of death. Dogs surround me. A pack of evildoers closes in on me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. They stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among them. For my clothing they cast lots. But you, Lord, do not stay far off. My strength, come quickly to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my life from the grip of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth, my poor life from the horns of wild bulls. Then I will proclaim your name to my brethren. In the assembly I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, give praise. All descendants of Jacob, give honor. Show reverence, all descendants of Israel, for he has not spurned or disdained. The misery of this poor wretch did not turn away from me, but heard me when I cried out. I will offer praise in the great assembly. My vows I will fulfill before those who fear him. The poor will eat their fill. Those who seek the Lord will offer praise. May your hearts enjoy life forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of nation will, nations will bow low before him. For kingship belongs to the Lord, the ruler over the nations. All who sleep in the earth will bow low before God. 
All who have gone down into the dust will kneel in homage, and I will live for the Lord. My descendants will serve you. The generation to come will be told of the Lord, that they may proclaim to a people yet unborn the deliverance you have brought. Right. So this psalm is very important to the New Testament, right? Yes. Because its opening words occur on the lips of the crucified Jesus. And like this whole thing is, I think, like about the crucifixion. It definitely... Has a lot of elements. A lot of elements of Jesus's um, passion. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So what kind of uh, images did this conjure up in your own mind as you were listening to it, Lisa? Um, well, I mean, how many times have we said, like, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Like, how many times have we felt like that? Right. And Jesus did, too, for a second. Right. That he proclaimed that, you know? Or, I don't know if proclaims the right word, but he actually, you know, said that. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's... Uh, but he doesn't abandon us. He's always right there with us. Exactly. But he, Jesus, got to experience the what anguish. it felt to be abandoned by the Father. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because, um, you know, if we... And, and that's what it's like in hell. Yeah. Right? That, that that hell is, you know, we talk about it being a place, but hell is really just eternal separation, separation from God. Yep. And that, that causes great pain and anguish. And I think what's really interesting um, today is there are so many people that are living their lives, right? And um, they've gotten really comfortable with being separated from God. Mm. And there's pain and anguish associated with that. Mm -hmm. And, and we carry that almost to the point that we get comfortable with it. Yeah. But God wants so much more for us, right? He wants to take all of that load away. And it doesn't mean we're not going to have suffering, mm -hmm. right? Because if we have the Lord in our life and we know that our lives are eternal, then we can have great joy even in the midst of difficulty. Yes. Right. Yes. What other thoughts do you have about this? Um, well, and then the part about um, uh, the broken bones. Yep. Um, there was a prayer I used to pray. Uh, it was at the back of my like children's missile when I was a kid that um, had a prayer and that ended in those that ended in those words. Okay. Um, but I can't find them at the moment. So but. what is what did that mean? Do you do you remember? Um, well, Jesus's bones weren't broken. Right. Um. So that it's like the um, the lamb at the sacrifice of the Passover, right. who also they would not break the bones. Right. An unblemished lamb. Yes. Right. Yes. I mean, and I think we're supposed to, um, we have this opportunity, right, to live our lives uh, inside of Christ, right, to make ourselves whole, if you will, through him. And like we've said in prior podcasts, even through our own broken bones, right, the brokenness of our life, Jesus can make us whole. Yes. I don't know that I've ever told the story about the broken mm. pot on the podcast or not okay but it's like okay an old man goes down and he has two oh, pots oh yeah right one on the right side and one on the left yeah. and he's carrying these pots so he goes down and he puts water in there well the pot on the right is broken right and so when they get back up to the house uh he uses the left pot to to water all the plants in the house finally one day the pot on the right decides to say something it yeah. says i don't feel like i'm doing anything yeah because i don't have any water when i get back and the man says, oh, don't you realize that when I'm walking back to the house that all of the plants are on the right side? And so you're watering all of those plants. Yeah. So even when we don't think we have value, even when we don't think that things in our life can be used by God, well, they can. He uses our brokenness for beauty. Right. And we have to be open to that. Yeah. And I think, I think it first happens with us first living out the Paschal mystery, uh -huh. the things that we have 
kept buried that yeah. we haven't allowed God to resurrect. Yeah. And then once we allow them to be resurrected by him, then he can really use them. Right. Right. To pour his grace on other people, which right. in turn sanctifies us. Right. Right. Yes. And I think a lot of people tend to keep that part of their life lives hidden like they don't want to share their brokenness no really because Lisa? uh either like they're ashamed or they think like oh like i think this happens like in uh, maybe some christian groups like people tend to hold on to their brokenness and not share it and then people who have all this brokenness inside which is all of us there's like oh that person has their life so together right. you know because they only they're only sharing good things and then um they feel like, oh, maybe I don't belong here, but that's what the devil wants to do because we're all, we all have a lot of brokenness. So that's why I think it's so important to share that with others because not only does it bring other people close to Christ, but I believe that it helps um, people bond and uh, like, oh my gosh, you went through that too. So did I like yeah. it. it uh, and then, you know, beauty flourishes from it. A lot of grace flows from yeah, that. Yeah. So look at Jesus on the cross. Yeah. Right. He represented all of our brokenness, all of our sin. Yeah. Everything that wasn't intended to be what man it was supposed to be. Yeah. And it led to our salvation. Right, right. Doesn't get much better than that, right. does it? Right. I think that's good, Lisa. Yeah. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Lisa. See you next time. Bye. Oh, how long was that?